Father, we thank you. <clears throat> we thank you that you always hold us close, even in spite of what it looks like. You have never left us. You will not forsake us. And God, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity, God, to be able again to worship together. Father, we're praying even now, God, that you would have your way. 
You will have your way through your word. You will have your way with us on today. God, speak to us. Be our preacher. Be our teacher. Holy Ghost, we need you to have your way. We need you to have your way. Let he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. We reverence you. We give your name glory and we give your name praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. On this morning, we're going to share with you from two different scriptures, from two different scriptures. The first one will be Mark. Mark, the 14th chapter, the 32nd through the 42nd verse, Mark 14. 32 through 42. If you can see the entire screen, you give me a thumbs up just to let me know. All right. Wonderful. From the New American Standard Version, it reads as follows. They came to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here until I have prayed. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And he went a little beyond them and fell to the ground and began to pray that if it were possible, the hour might pass him by. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found him sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came and found them sleeping for their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to, to what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the son of man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand you all this particular passage or this particular uh story is actually recounted in two other gospels and one of them is just a little different than the other one It's actually recounted here in mark it's in matthew but i also want to read the scripture in luke luke the 27th chapter the 39 through the 46th verse reads a little differently and i like to read that in your hearing as well And from Luke, the 22nd chapter, starting at the 39th verse again on your screen, he says, and he came out and proceeded as was his custom to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples also followed him. When he arrived at the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and he knelt down and began to pray saying, father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Now an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. 
And being in agony, he was praying very fervently and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. When he arose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow. And he said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not enter into temptation. My question to you today, my brothers and my sisters are, what are you praying for? What are you praying for? We are in a place where you all, we are praying for numerous things at numerous times. We are praying for uh, those that we know and those we don't know, things we can currently see, things we can't see, things that we already know and things that we are afraid that might come to pass. We find ourselves praying in the morning, afternoon, evening. We find that various uh, stressors or or triggers cause us to pray. Um, these days going into the store to get some groceries cause us to pray. These days uh, touching something unknown and thinking about it later after we may have wiped our eyes, something causes us to pray. We find ourselves praying you all more today than ever before. We find ourselves praying, but my question is you all, what are you praying for? We, we get to a place where we believe we're praying for the right thing, but are we praying for the right thing? We we believe that the uh, the right thing has has uh, precipitated us to pray. But is it the right thing? Are we praying at the right time? You all are we praying at all? You all honestly, there is a surprising number of Christians that don't pray at all. And I know you're probably sitting there saying this is a odd for those of us who are churched this is an odd sermon to preach on palm sunday but we like to talk about when jesus rode in triumphantly into the city on the good day that the uh folks were laying down palm fronds and and said you know blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest but you all if you remember huh those very same folks were the ones that turned around and said, crucify him. So I would imagine that Jesus was not reveling in the honor that he received from the people because remember he knew all things. And I would imagine you all that there were some faces that he looked into on that, that time that he rolled that coat into the city. And he looked at that face knowing that that would be the same face that would spew venom at him just a few days later. You all in that was probably, uh, 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 to me in my imagination, I wasn't there and I'm certainly not Jesus. But if I were going through the same thing, I would think that that would be one of the hardest things going into this week, knowing that the folks that, that are cheering you on today will be the ones that you won't be able to find later. To know that the folks that uh, had your back before are the same folks that will turn their back later. But then you know what God called you to do. So how do you still 
represent God, knowing what it is that you're walking into. My brothers and my sisters, some of us today have some things that we're facing. We have some challenges that we're dealing with. And we find ourselves in a place where we should pray. But you all, we're asleep with sorrow like the disciples were in the account in Luke. Jesus asked them, would you stay and pray with me one hour? Stay up and pray that you might not fall into temptation. Now he wasn't talking about temptation of going out and smoking or reveling or things like that. But the temptation of simply forgetting who it was that he is. Forgetting all the things that they were taught by Jesus, forgetting all the things that they learned from him, forgetting all of the miracles that he wrought, forgetting all of the, 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 the um, spirits that he was able to cast out, remembering all, forgetting all the blind eyes that he allowed to see, forgetting all the lame that he was able to, to, to get up and, and walk, forgetting the dead that he was able to speak life back into that temptation. You all dealing with the stuff that we're dealing with right now can cause us to fall into the same temptation. Will cause us to forget what it is that God has already done for us. Cause us to forget how many bills he's already taken care of for us. Cause us to forget how many times he's already healed our body. Cause us to forget how many other of our loved ones that he's caused to raise up off their deathbeds. Cause us to forget how many times we may have lost a job unknowingly, but then he blessed us with a better job. Cause us to forget you all. How many times he's already come through for us. Because sometimes when we look so much into what's coming at us, we can be swallowed up in what it is that we're being called to do. This passage of scripture you all talks about after Jesus has uh, ridden on a colt into uh, the city. Um, <clears throat> after he had the last supper with his disciples. And then the Bible says that the disciples went with him as is his custom. He was on his way to the Mount of olives to a garden called Gethsemane to pray as was his custom. And he didn't take all of the disciples with him. He took the ones that were in his inner circle. Can I help you out with something? Y'all, you can't take everybody with you <laughs> when, when you, when you're dealing with something, everybody won't understand. Other folks will cause you not to want to do the right thing. They will cause you to want, man, don't even waste your time with that. Don't even waste your time with that. You need to go ahead and, and, and do what it is you uh, uh, need to do to get through this. Man, come on. Let's go and, and do X, Y, and Z. Let me get your mind off of this. Can I help you out with something? Sometimes we're not supposed to get our mind off of stuff. We're not. We're not supposed to get our mind off of stuff. And, and, and I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but, but God keeps putting certain people on your mind right now. People that you might not have talked to in a while. Some folks that the last time you talked to y'all fell out. But God keeps bringing those people back to your mind. And the reason why he's bringing you back, them back to your mind. It might not be for you to talk to him right now. But it's for you to pray. And it's for you to ask God. God okay what is it? What is it that I'm supposed to pray for for them? And you need to pray for them. 
God will let you know when you talk to him. Maybe he is saying you pray for him and then you call him. But you open your ear to hear the voice of God right now. Because when we pray, remember God uses us as a conduit to release his power on the earth when we pray. So who's releasing power if everybody's asleep and not praying? Who's releasing power? Who's releasing power in your family if you're not opening up your mouth to pray? Who's releasing power? And if you're not releasing power from God, what are you? God help me. What are you releasing? What are you releasing in your household? What are you releasing among your friends when they call you for hope? What are you releasing? Because God will use your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you're not releasing God's power by hearing him, hearing what he's saying, and then speaking it out in the atmosphere, what are you releasing? You all, Jesus went to uh, 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 the garden and he asked those that he took with them, Peter, James, and John. He said, listen, I need you to be here praying, covering me in prayer. I need you to be here in prayer. Do it so that you don't fall into temptation. Jesus went and prayed and he came back. And you all, (laughs) the disciples were asleep. Jesus disappointed. He said, can you not watch and pray with me just one hour? That passage in in Luke said that they were asleep with sorrow. They were broke down. They were upset because he had already told them that I'm about to be put to death. I'm about to be betrayed. And so they were sorrowful. And so because of that, they couldn't even get it together to sleep. Have you ever been in a place you are where you've been so despondent that you, you, you couldn't even sleep? All you wanted, you couldn't even pray. All you wanted to do was just sleep. All you wanted to do was just sleep it away. All you wanted to do was just forget about it. You didn't want to have to deal with it. But you all, we have to deal with it so that the one that can do something about it will deal with it. (laughs) We have to say something. We have to stay awake. We have to pray so that the one who can handle it will handle it. You all, let me tell you what prayer does. The first thing I want to share with you is that prayer requires effort. It requires effort, you all. There's no time that you pray about something and it is effortless. Listen, if you're just getting up and saying something that you've heard and and, and there's no effort behind it, then you all, you're missing the point of prayer. Prayer requires effort. You all, uh, 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 we see that when Jesus went to the garden, it says, first of all, that he threw himself on the ground and that he prayed so fervently that sweat like drops of blood came out of his forehead and pooled on the ground. You all prayer requires effort and anything that you do persistently will give you, it requires some effort. Something that you just do once and it's done, one and done, nothing. But prayer requires effort, you all. It requires persistent effort. We have to understand, you all, that we won't 
get in it. Sometimes let me, let me, let me take two steps back. Sometimes we can pray about something. Sorry, you all the things seem to disconnect. Sometimes we can pray about something and then, uh, it seems as if we can pray about it. God comes through with it and it is a done deal. It's not a problem. But then you all, there are other times that we pray about something. And when we pray, it, it, it seems as if we have to keep going to God about the same thing, 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 about the same thing before we start seeing results. Sometimes we can pray and it is one and done because God connects in and God does exactly what God does. But you all, then there are other times that we've got to be like the woman with the persistent judge. And we've got to continue to say, God avenge me of my adversary. Keep going, keep going. And the judge finally said, listen, I'm not afraid of her, but she's getting on my nerves. Let me go ahead and give her what she wants. You all, God expects us to consistently Pray. That's why the Bible says pray without ceasing. It requires your effort. It's not going to be easy. You all, we've got to do something. We've got to pray consistently. We've got to put our effort towards it. You all, prayer can be agonizing. Especially when you're feeling the weight of someone else. Remember the disciples fell asleep in sorrow because it said before that Jesus said, I am grieving. I'm deeply grieved to the point of death. His grief, knowing what he was about to go through, troubled him to the point of death. And so not only were the disciples afraid of him being crucified, but they also felt the weight of the one that they loved. Have you ever felt the weight of somebody that you loved? You all, you ought to be able to not only just pray for you, but pray for somebody else and not just call out their name. God, we just pray for so-and-so God touch him now. No, put yourself in their shoes, put yourself in their shoes and call down heaven on their behalf. You'll find yourself. <laughs> you find yourself sweating. You find yourself being out of breath. You find yourself uh, 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 huffing and puffing because it's work. Prayer requires something of you. And if you're not putting something in your prayers, then you are, you're just spouting off words. It takes effort to hear from God, to know what to say from God, to put in the atmosphere. Meaningful prayer expects things of the one that's praying as well as anticipating things from God. Don't pray about something if you don't expect God to do anything you all prayer will pull something out of you prayer requires effort not only does prayer require effort but you all prayer requires faith prayer requires faith you all if you are sitting and if you are not uh, uh, uh believing what it is you're asking god for then what is it that you're praying for? What are you praying for? Not specifically the thing that you're praying for, but if you don't believe God's going to do it, then what are you praying for? 
What? Who, why are you talking to God about something that you don't believe he's going to come through and do for you? Why, why are you praying for the salvation of your loved one if you don't believe God can speak to him? Why are you praying for uh, uh, God to preserve your job if you don't believe God has the ability to do it? Why are you asking God to protect you from the virus when you don't believe God will do it? Now, don't get me wrong. We still take precautions. We still take protective measures because we do that not only to protect us, but to protect those that are around us. But you all, we've got to get to a place where we trust God that even if we do get it, that God is more than able to heal us from it. Prayer requires faith, you all. I'm convinced, you all, that some of us, even Christians, yes, even believers, those of us who, who run around the church, those of us who clap our hands, those of us who pray the tambourine, those of us who, who sing God's praises that we don't pray because we really don't think anybody's listening. Can I just put it out there? We don't pray because we don't believe that God is listening. We, we see God as being distant, as being aloof, as being unconcerned with us. But is anybody a witness that in your desperate times, in the times that you, you really needed to hear a word from God, that God came through. Now he might not have come through the way you wanted him to come through, but he still preserved your life. He he might not have given you everything you asked for. He may not have given you your wants, but he did give you what you needed. What do I mean by that? He might not have given you the money that you wanted at the time you wanted it, but he gave you breath in your body and the ability of your arms and legs that you could go out and, and, and do what you needed to do in order to be able to work for the money to get yourself in a position. You all, we've got to get to a place where we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the picture that the Bible gives us of God That is a God that is forever listening. That he is a God that is forever on our side. That he is a God that will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. That he is a God that, as the old folks say, he sits high and he looks low. That he is a God that we is there when we we ask for him. He's there when we need him. And as the old folks used to say, he may not come when you want him. But he is right on time. You all, we have got to get to a place where we espouse to what the word says about the Bible. The the, the word says that God is responsive and that he inclines his ear means he leads his ear down. He doesn't expect for your voice to reach up to him. Incline means that he leans his ear down. To be able to hear the voices of his children. He's interested in what we've got to say y'all. He's interested in what we've got to say. If we realize and understand that even Jesus knew. That God is listening. That's why he went into the garden and says. I know with you all things are possible. If it be your will. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, 
but thy will be done. Jesus knew that had he not put on, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. If it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Jesus knew all he had to say was, "Uh uh-uh, God, take me out of here. And it would have been done. Why? Because God listens. Same thing that happened with Lazarus. Jesus, when he went after Lazarus was dead, he, the first thing he said was, Father, I'm so glad that you hear me. But I'm saying this aloud for the benefit of those who don't believe. You are our, you are our God is listening to us. He hears us. He hears everything that we have to say. You all, but it requires faith. It requires us having faith. It requires us. Trusting and believing that the thing that we ask God for, he is able to perform. He's able to perform. You also, prayer is not just us saying stuff just to be saying it. But we're saying it with the belief and the faith that God will do what it is that we asked him to do. My last point, and I'm done. Not only does prayer require effort, not only does prayer require faith, but you all prayer requires you. Prayer requires you. God is waiting on you. I told you earlier, the Bible says, ask and ye shall receive. James said it like this. He said, we pray and we, we, we ask and we receive not. We receive not because we ask amiss. We're not asking what it is that God will want for us to ask in his name. We're not asking for the things that are in accordance to his will. Prayer requires us. What does it require us to do? It requires us to have a, 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 a solitude with him to hear what he's saying. It requires us to want to hear him. It requires us to want to speak forth what it is that he's saying. It requires us to be in a place that we will speak forth what he's saying, even if it's not what we want. It requires us. It requires us to get into his word, to see what his word is saying, and then to pray the word out loud. It requires us to get with our families and to pray. It requires us to 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 get in our quiet time and, and pray, even when we're by ourselves. It requires us to do it, even when nobody's holding us accountable. It requires us to wake up late in the midnight hour, even when we're not uh, 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 wanting to wake up out of our sleep. When God wakes us up, it requires us to get up out of our bed, fall on our knees, and say, what it is we need to say to God it requires us to do what it is to make sure that heaven is broken open and that the power of God comes through it requires us to pray until we feel a release in our spirit it requires us to pray until the burden is lifted up it requires us to pray until heaven is moved it requires us to pray until we see the hand of God shift it requires us to pray prayer requires you It requires you, but are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing to do what it requires? Are you willing to do what prayer needs for us to do? And that's to pray the voice of God, to put yourself in a place where God will hear you. Does that mean that you may have to turn down the plate? Oh, absolutely. 
Doesn't mean that you may have to not take that phone call then when God is calling for you. I need you to pray now. Doesn't mean that sometimes you're going to have to shut yourself in and not. I know we shut in. I get that. But not even talk to friends for a minute. Not talk to family members. Shut yourself in the bedroom. Doesn't require us to shut off Facebook. To get off TikTok. To, to get off these games and, and get off Netflix binge watching. Does it require that? Absolutely. It requires us to do some desperate things because desperate times call for desperate measures. And I don't know about you, but I'm desperate for him. Is anybody desperate for the Lord today? Is anybody desperate for him? Does anybody need him? Does anybody need him to move on your behalf? Does anybody need miracle signs and wonders to show up in your own house as well as your friend's house, your family member's house? Does anybody need miracle signs and wonders to show up in this nation? I know what, what the CDC is saying and I know what all of the, the, the infectious control, disease control folks are saying in terms of the timelines. But how many of you all know that God can flatten that line quicker than us staying away from each other? How many of you all know that God can take his hand and do this with it if the believers come together and pray for God to move? How many of you all know that God will move on our behalf? God will do it, you all. But we've got to do something. We've got to do something. Prayer requires effort. Prayer requires faith. And prayer requires you. What are you praying for? Are you putting effort behind it? Are you putting your faith behind it? Are you putting you behind it? Will you stand on it no matter what, regardless of what's being seen, regardless of what's being said? Will you stand on it no matter what? Will you continue to pray the same way? Will you continue to believe God? After Jesus got up out of the garden the third time, the Bible says in Luke that the angels came and ministered to him. Doesn't mean that the situation changed. Doesn't mean that he didn't have to go to the cross. Didn't mean that he didn't be, he wasn't betrayed. But it meant that in prayer, the angels came and ministered to him to see him through what he needed to go through till he got to the other side, till he got glorified, until he was glorified in his glorified body. You all, we got to pray until things are shaken loose. We've got to pray until things come forth. We've got to pray. We've got to pray. This week, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., we're praying. We're closing out together in prayer, 6 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. Because we know what we're praying for and we know who we got to pray to. But we got to put ourselves behind it, put our effort behind it. And put our faith behind it. Let's pray. Father, we do not thank you. And God, we give your name glory. Father, we thank you for your word on today. Father, we pray even now in the name of Jesus. God, that those that are under the sound of my voice, whether they be on Zoom, whether they be on Facebook, whether they be on YouTube, whether they be on uh, on, on uh, uh, Periscope. God, you know where they are. Father, whether they're watching live or whether they're watching the replay. God, you already know. Father, we pray even now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would have your way. 
Father, have your way with us. Use us as your mouthpieces here on the earth. Use us as your vessels even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying even now. God, that you would speak to us like never before. God, that you would have your way with us. So God, use us as your intercessors, God. God, not that we would just be selfish and pray for ourselves and pray for our own family and pray for our own friends. And God, we go beyond that, God. God, pray for our coworkers. God, pray for our our managers, God. Father, whether we like them or not, God, you told us to even pray for our enemies. God, I'm praying even now, God, that we will have a heart to pray for our enemies. God, that we will pray for those that are in the hospital rooms, oh God. Father, those that are patients and those that are doctors, Doctors and nurses, God, seeing about them, God. Father, we will pray, oh God, for those that are on our, in our neighborhoods, oh God. Father, we will pray for every car we see coming down the street. God, even if we don't see it, if we hear a car coming down the road, if we hear a plane in the air, God, that you would quicken our ears, God, you would sharpen our sensitivity, God, that we would pray, God. That we will pray, God. Father, I even pray for the plane out here going over my house right now. God, to touch the, 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 uh, those that are on it right now, God. Father, keep them safe. Father, we pray even now in the name of Jesus, God, that we will be sensitive to you. God, that we will pray what it is that you're asking us to pray and not what we think we should be praying. God, incline our ears to hear your voice and hear your voice only. God, let us put effort behind our prayers, God. Father, let us not get up. Let us not stop until we sense a release in our spirit, God. Father, let us be available to you morning, noon, and night, God. We might not always be able to chase away in our secret closet. But God, when you call us to pray, God, let us just start praying in our, our hearts, God. Praying in our minds. If we can't get off uh, off the, the, the clock, God, to go pray. God, let us pray at our workstations, God. If we can catch a break, God, let us run to the restroom. Get, get into the restroom and pray. God, whatever we got to do to get to you, God, let us do it. And God, let us know what we're praying for. God, we're praying for what you want us to pray for. And Father, we pray an open heaven over this place even now. God, that under the sound of my voice, God, that they met, that whoever's listening, oh God, if they don't know who they're praying to, God, that they might have an opportunity right now. We're praying right now for those that are on Zoom, those that are on uh, Facebook, those that are on Periscope, those that are on YouTube. If you are listening and if you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you desire to know him in the pardon of your sins and you want to know him in a real and tangible way, I'm going to ask that you would just repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I realize that I'm a sinner. I've fallen short of your grace. Your word declares that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I know that I'm one of those. I haven't followed everything you told me to do, but your word also says that if I confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God has raised you from the dead, that thou shall be saved. I'm confessing with my mouth and I'm believing in my heart. I am now saved according to the word and no man can pluck me out of your hand. Thank you, God, for saving my soul. Thank you, God, for the gift of salvation. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, somebody give God a hand clap of praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. Listen, you all. We are so grateful that you worship with us on today. If you uh if you have uh um if you have uh, uh, accepted the Lord, if you've renewed your relationship with him, listen, I need you to get at me when this is all said and done. I need you to uh, 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 holler at me. We don't have to be in a building in order for you to be a member of his house. His house, that's how we do, right? Y'all unmuted, so tell them how we do. That's how we do, right? You, we don't have to be right at the invitation and in worship. We don't have to even be in the building. Listen, I take you in at Walmart if I catch you in there. Amen. <laughs> I, I don't care. Listen, if I catch you out here on the street, just walking, taking your walk and the sweat running down your face, I'm going to say, listen, didn't I see you? Didn't you get saved? Amen. You want to be a member of the house? Listen, that's how we do you all, because we believe that wherever we are, the body of Christ is and wherever his house is, we are because we the house. Are we the house? We, <laughs> we are the house. We are the house. And so listen, listen, you all, um, last, last thoughts. And then we are going to, uh, get out of here. We're going to get out of here. Listen, we want to make sure that, uh, you all have an opportunity to give your offering because here's the reality of it. You all, let's just be real. Um, while we might not be in the building, Duke ain't going to say, oh, you're not in the building. Oh, you don't have to pay this month. No, we still got to pay. Now, listen, I do understand that uh, some folks have been impacted financially uh, through this time. Um, we're going to ask you to just do what you can. If you cannot, we understand. Those of you all who are still working, why don't you show God how much you appreciate it by giving your tithe, giving your offering like you normally do. Amen. Um uh, if you are not a uh, member, if you don't have uh, Faith Life, you can use Givelify. You can search for His House Worship Center, and then you can give that way. Or you can text uh, the word "give" and the amount you want to give. Uh, let's see, thousand has three zeros behind it. Amen. So you can give one thousand. I just wanted to help you out with the number of zeros behind a uh, thousand. Amen. And you can text that to seven two seven two eight five eight zero three zero. That's seven two seven two eight five eight zero three zero. Once you hit send, it will come back with further instructions on how you can complete your giving. Uh, His house, you know how we do. Use the Faith Life app. Come on, let's continue to see those gifts coming in or if you are watching on Facebook, Periscope or YouTube, you can go to our website hishousewc.com and go to the donate link or, or the donate in the menu or just do ministry of giving and you too can worship with us in the ministry of giving. So, <clears throat> amen. Again, we thank God for each and every one of you all who have uh joined us for worship on today. With that being said, here's the crazy thing, y'all. I'm looking at the time. It's 11.15. That's the normal time that we would get out if we was in the house on first Sunday. Amen? <laughs> Amen. So listen, uh, I am actually going to unmute. Amen. Sister Lisa, I see you on here. I didn't unmute anybody but you, but I wanted to thank you for worshiping with us on today. Who invited you to worship with us today? Miss Terrica. 
Her, Miss Terrica. All right. Y'all put your hands together for Sister Terrica. She inviting folks. Amen. Amen. That's how we do. Amen. Sister Lisa, we are so grateful that you worship with us on today. We pray that something uh, touched your heart, blessed your heart, that you want to worship with us again and again. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, everybody, um, I'm going to unmute y'all one more time because I want y'all to say goodbye to everybody and um, we're going to get out of here. So, Let's do this. Let us, uh, let's uh, bow our heads and have a word of benediction. Father, we thank you so grateful. We're so grateful, God, for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard. God, thank you so very much for allowing us to be able to partake with you, God. And as we partake with you, we partake with each other. Now, Father, we pray that on this week, you would keep us safe. You would keep us protected. God, we bind any evil coming nigh us. It won't come near us in Jesus name. God, you will keep us covered by the blood in the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying even now that you be glorified in all that is said, all that is done. Father, we pray that each and every one of us, God, even those that are connected to us, God, that you will keep as long as we stay in place. God, help us on this week as we fast from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And as we come together for prayer, God, help us to be diligent in our prayer life on this week. And God, help us to watch you change things because of our diligence. God, we love you and we adore you. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray amen everybody say amen y'all tell each other you love each other tell each other you love each other <laughs> listen all right Look, I I stopped I stopped the live stream so that we can be ourselves for a minute. Listen, I'm telling you, being doing 45 different things at one time is more than a notion here. <laughs> so so y'all can y'all continue to pray for me. Oh, the baby got oh, Lisa got a precious baby. Look at her. Oh, look at she's so cute. <laughs> yes, they, that's uh, she's like, oh Lord, they can see me. Oh, <laughs> listen, you all, for those of you all who have kids, I'm working with uh, Sister Kiosha to try and put together something for our young people um, so that we're, we're keeping them engaged as well. Amen. Um, so we're going to try and put something together. We'll probably do a separate Zoom for them is what I'm really thinking. Um, a separate zoom where we, you know, kind of engage them, uh, ask them how things are going in school, have something minister Vernon said, I need to have something a little structured, not structured, structured, but have something, something, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna work on what he said and see if I can get it to work. Cause you know, our kids, our kids will tell me in a minute. Yeah, no, I ain't coming back to that. <laughs> so, so we're going to do something that will be, um, uh, uh, interactive with them, um, to get them engaged and to give them their own space. Amen. Amen. Um, we will make sure that we do it age appropriately. So we'll have the babies in one. 
And then we'll have our older ones in one. And then I got to figure out what to do with the middle schoolers because they think they grown, but they still kids. Amen. Bless the Lord. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do something with them. But um, I wanted to take this real quick. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I'm good. I'm good. We doing? We're blessed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Apostle, pray for Apostle. Can you pray for my daughter, Asia? Yes. She's um, working with 911 at the sheriff department. And she's just calling me and let me know that she's not feeling well. She's trying, you know, she's got symptoms of something, but she also has allergies. So we're rebuking that virus in the name of Jesus that it's not coming in my house. Amen. 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 Any, any other? Because we'll pray right now. Any other prayer requests? Yes. And uh, I pray for our daughter. She's headed back to St. Louis. She'll be flying out today at 5 o'clock. Say hi, Shira. Hi, Shira, girl. <laughs> I will, we will do just that. We will pray your safe cover. We're going to pray that you're on a plane by yourself, like this one lady I saw on the news. <laughs> That you on the praying by yourself and that you get, you know, you get preferential right. treatment and all that. And you ain't got to breathe in. Nobody else is there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Any other prayer requests? Okay. I'm going to take that as a no. Any other, anybody else with a prayer request? All right, let's pray then. Father, in Jesus name, God, we thank you right now for always an opportunity to be able to pray. We don't think we can ever pray too much. So God, we lift up Asia to you right now, God. Father, you go right where she is. You touch her body right now in the name of Jesus. God, we stand in the gap for her even now. Father, we pray even now. We come, you even come against the spirit of anxiety that's trying to come upon her right now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray peace upon her right now in a calming spirit right now in Jesus' name. Father, we declare and decree right now, God, that whatever it is that she's dealing with, even if it's just allergies, God, that you would go and touch her body right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, that she will not have to worry about uh, 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 feeling bad being at the 911 uh, uh, call center, oh God. Father, even thank you for her diligence, oh God, uh, uh, the, the dispatching the calls and doing what she needs to do. God, that can be stressful on a person, God. That can, 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 can do something to a person's mind. So God, we pray that you would study her spirit. God, that you would strengthen her heart, God, for the things that she has to hear and the things she has to do, God. But Father, even, even more than that, God, we needed you to touch her body right now, God. Father, put a hedge around her right now, God. Father, Father, we, we, we even speak, oh God, that the doorpost of her life, oh God, be covered by the blood, God, that the angel goes over it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare and decree, oh God, that she shall walk in divine health right now, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, what's ever out of alignment, bring it back into alignment right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we count it as so and done. God, we pray that you would go with Shara today, oh God. Father, as she goes back to St. Uh, Louis right now, Father, first and foremost, we thank you that she she has safe, pa- safe passage to Florida, oh God. Father, we thank you that she's had an opportunity to be with family, God. And Father, we believe right now, God, that she will have safe passage back home, oh God. Father, we pray that you will cover her in the Holy Ghost bubble right now, God. Father, that nothing shall come near her. Father, that no no 
germs can even penetrate the spiritual bubble that you put around her right now, God. Father, that she will be able to be kept from the time that she leaves her parents' home to the time she gets back to her own home. Keep her covered under the blood, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we'll continue to call out our name until we hear a good report, God. Father, we pray, oh God, for everybody, God, that she uh, uh, comes in contact with, that she doesn't come in contact with them now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We count it as so and done. Father, we're praying, oh God, for even every unspoken prayer request, oh God, that uh, was not uttered on this call, oh God, but Father, you needed to, uh, we need you to intervene on their behalf right now in the name of Jesus, God. We pray for the absent body of this ministry, oh God. Father, that you would keep them covered, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we're praying even now, oh God, that as we prepare, oh God, even for Easter, oh God, because we will have an Easter celebration on virtual on next week, oh God, because just because we can't be together, it doesn't stop you from getting up. So God, we thank you even now for the celebration that we're preparing for, oh God. But Father, we pray that you will fortify, strengthen us on today for the days ahead this week, oh God. And Father, let us feel the weight of your glory as we pray. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love y'all. And and since we actually in this house, well, uh, uh, me and Minister Vernon, we've kind of been following the the fast, the way the fast ought to be. Um, I'm actually going to go and eat me some fish today. So that I can get a little protein in my body. Uh, but six six to six every day. If, if, if God calls you to do more than that, let me say this. If God compels you to do more than that, don't just say, well, she says six o'clock. Do what God says. Amen. Do what God says. Because you know what you need to see in your life. You know what you need to see in your family's life. You know what we need to see in this world. You know what we need to see. So let's, let's, let's do that. Please continue to continue to keep Apostle Edgar B. Johnson Sr. in your mouth when you pray. Please keep him in your mouth when you pray. Every time you think about it, call his name out to the Lord. Every time you think about it, I haven't gotten a report today, but in his words, we still believe God for a good report. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. I see you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Later, everybody. Later. Love you guys. Love you.